Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com as well as the Odyssey app. We have someone who watches a lot of games and he gives us his insight, and he's a very smart man. Also, added to the unique name Hall of Fame. Mark, well, Mark's not unique, but Drumheller. Well, that's name. a unique a name. last name. Mark Drumheller joins the show. Mark, thank you for joining us from Yahoo Sportsbook. Oh, no problem, guys. Thanks for having me back. Uh, doing good. We'd be doing a little bit better if fourth quarter were only 14 minutes and 43 seconds in the playoffs, so it's a little sad to see my Bills futures go down the drain this weekend, but uh, uh. we're going to keep swinging. We're going to keep swinging this weekend. If your Bills futures, uh, of course, it went down the drain, but could it have happened in a better game? Like, like that was probably the best game I've ever seen. Now, I know you had money on it, Mark, but did you enjoy the experience? I did. I mean, I, I enjoyed all the games, right? All, all the games matters. were pretty incredible from a competitive standpoint. And, you know, they were all really close, came down to the wire. It's exciting. You know, they all didn't go my way, but, uh, you know, it was a lot of fun. Cashed in on a couple, you know, had a couple misses, had a couple props to keep me afloat. So, you know, we're back at it this weekend. Mark, um, I'm completely with you on the Bills. That was that was a tough loss, man. Hard, I really man. liked Buffalo. Um, just when you go back, though, you know, and you watch a lot of these postseason games, because I know you're a big football fan, like, where do you rank that? Because I was so heartbroken, man, over the Green Bay Packers that, like, I watched the game, and then I was on social media, and, like, everybody was like, that's the greatest game I've ever seen in my life. Like, that's a top-five NFL game. And I went back and watched it, and I was like, this is a really good game. I don't know if I would go as far as saying, like, the best game ever, but also, like, my heart was a little bit broken. Where do you have that, even though you lost that bet, like, as far as, like, greatest games in the playoffs ever? Because it has to be up there, right? Yeah, it definitely has to be up there. Uh, and maybe I can't be objective, right? Because I was on the Bills, and, I, you know, <laughs> after all the Bills been through the four losses in the Super Bowl, you just kind of rooting for those fans and to see them, you know, get their hearts ripped out with 13 seconds, it was tough. But, you know, if I did have one critique of the game, and I think of what keeps it from being maybe one of the best games, you know, ever, it's just that the end was very predictable, right? Like, like even the field goal at the end with the 13 seconds, once Mahomes got the first completion, you knew we were going to overtime. Right. You knew it was going to be decided by the coin flip. Once they flipped the coin, you knew the game was over, right? And I think that that's really, you know, the only part. There wasn't a lot of, you know, intrigue or drama at the end because you kind of knew because of the way the rules are set up how the game was going to play out. Mark, Cincinnati Bengals now take on, and they feel like a storybook team, right? Their win total was six and a half. They've obviously blown through that. Uh, they are one win away from going to the Super Bowl against a team who's gone back-to-back back like Drake. They're seven-and-a-half-point dogs. 
in Kansas City. Week 17, they beat Kansas City in Cincinnati after getting absolutely cooked in the first half and then somehow clamping down on on Pat Mahomes. What do you think about this matchup? Because Joe Burrow got sacked nine times uh, last week against the Tennessee Titans. Probably not going to be as much pressure uh, from the Chiefs, but it's not that much of a drop-off. Seven and a half feels like a key number. What's your feel? Yeah, I think it, it, I, I keep fading the Bengals because of their defense, and I keep ending up on the wrong side. So <laughs> I'm not really sure how to take this one. Like, if you look at Kansas City, they just put up 552 yards and 7.6 yards per play against the number one defense in the NFL, the number one defense overall, the number one pass defense in the Buffalo Bills. And now they're playing a Cincinnati defense that, you know, is depleted up front, right, let up, you know, uh, you know, tons of yardage against Tennessee, but Tennessee kind of turned it over to up. I think it was 6.7 yards per play. And they've been kind of like skating by getting enough. And I just think it, it, it has to be a shootout. Like I did a write-up today for Yahoo saying that like, even though this is in the mid fifties, you know, this game is probably going to be an over because I think both teams are going to be able to score at a pretty high rate. I mean, Casey has a ton of advantages, you know, in the trenches, they should be able to run or pass against Cincinnati. But, you know, you mentioned the key point, Tristan. I think that it's, you know, the Kansas City defense has to blitz. They're like top 10 blitz rate. And that's really where Burrow's at his best. So you talked about the pressure that Tennessee, you know, was able to get on them. They're able to do that without blitzing and using their front. Kansas City can't really do that. So they do have to blitz. That's where Burrow's at his best. So I don't know. I mean, I'd like to hear from you guys, to be honest. Like, when you have a team that is just outperforming your rating consistently – do you continue to fade them or do eventually you just kind of turn off? Because when I looked at the number came out at seven, I said, you know what? I think Kansas City can run away with this one. But I don't know if I'm just like white knuckling my previous opinions on Cincinnati. Mark, I'm going to tell you as, as straight as I can keep it. This team is one game away from the Super Bowl. And the only team standing in their way is a sophomore quarterback and a Bengals team that embarrassed them the last time these two teams faced off. You think after that performance that Pat Mahomes put together and Andy Reid and all those guys put together last week against the Bills, that they're going to let the Bengals? The Bengals do that to them? Come on, Mark. You don't really believe it. You know, you, you know your Chiefs is the, right, is the right side. You know that. Yeah, you got to lay it. I mean, you look at Cincinnati, second, Smart man. second half of the season, they were <laughs> talking into it, yeah. per play. <laughs> So it's, uh, you know, I mean, I just think that defensively, I don't know how Kansas City is not going to be able to do what they want. And I think it's a game where they could probably win with margin. It's just that, listen, I keep fading Burrow. He keeps having these press conferences after he wins, and I feel like he's, like, staring into my soul every time. (laughs) Because, you know, I'm sitting there with empty pockets. Seriously, man. And the, and the worst part about it, because I keep betting against him, too, is I love him. Like, he's not, he's now, because Aaron Rodgers oh, may yeah. retire, he's like my favorite quarterback in the league, too. And I love this Bengals team. And I kind of like, ah, man, I, I think the Chiefs win this game. Seven and a half is a lot. I just took the number. What do you think about 49ers Rams? I was hoping for a different result, obviously, but we do get San Francisco as three and a half point dogs on the road. Obviously, Kyle Shanahan absolutely owns Sean McVay. Still, I think McVay and the Rams have the better team. I might just lay the money line, man. I don't really trust the points. What about you? Yeah, I'm on the Niners. I've been on the Niners since the playoffs started. Like, I really liked them. You know, obviously, you know, we, we I was on them last weekend. They they came through for me. Crazy game, right? And Lambeau, not the best conditions. Um, I just think that this 49ers team 
is poison for this Rams team. And, you know, Eric Eager had a great point today. You know, he was discussing the game from Pro Football Focus, and he talked about how Kyle Shanahan's offense and the pre-snap motion that they run at such a high volume really neutralizes what the Rams do on defense in disguising their coverages. They do it, you know, the most uh, one of the most uh, teams that do it the most in the NFL. So it kind of takes them out of what they want to do defensively, and that's why they have so much success on offense in running the football. But it is definitely a contrasting style. Like the Rams are the Maserati and the 49ers are the F-150 Raptor, right? Like they just want to run through you, but both offenses are very successful. And I think that's what gets swept under the rug with San Fran is, is how good their offense really is. They put up 449 yards against the Rams in that week 18 matchup, scored 24 second half points. And I just think that they have the formula to beat the Rams And I think it's going to continue. Uh, You know, obviously, Trent Williams, you know, we're all kind of on standby, making sure he's healthy because if he can't go, that's going to be a problem. But I do like the 49ers in the matchup. I did take them at the plus three and a half, and I did take them on the money line. Mark, so we talked about with some of the other guests that came on tonight about home field advantage. Rams at SoFi may be one of the most minimal home field advantages, not just because of how much transplants there are in LA two LA fans aren't really loyal and three now you've got San Francisco 49er fans that live up the road or they're in LA and you know they've got the disposable income to go and and buy those tickets do you think though now you see the Rams I believe right before kickoff against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers they limited their tickets to only people who live in Los Angeles, and they're going to void tickets for anyone who lives outside of there. Do you think that affects anything in terms of the home field advantage in this matchup? Yeah, I I don't think it's much of a home field advantage at all. And it'll be interesting to see what the population is in the stadium. I know they put through the restrictions. They waited for it to sell out, and then they let go of the restrictions. It's a little bit of gamesmanship going between the two franchises, but – um, I, I just don't think, regardless, like even if there's not as many San Fran fans as there were in Week 18, I just don't think that stadium is a big advantage for the Rams. And I think where it helps the 49ers the most is really not about the crowd noise or anything like that, but it's that you have the 49ers players that are banged up. Jimmy Garoppolo, Debo Samuel got a little banged up. Trent Williams is going to be banged up, right? Now they're playing in a climate-controlled you know, stadium, which is much better – performance-wise, if you're playing injured than it is playing in the frozen tundra and Lambeau field, right? So I think you're going to see a much better, you know, 49ers offense under those circumstances. But I don't – I think that if there is an impact because of the crowd, I think it's probably going to be the 49ers way. And somehow they got enough fans in the stadium to get loud because I just don't think Los Angeles has that type of environment there, you know, with their fan base to really – you know, get loud and, and, and cause some problems for the 49ers offense. Mark, before we lose you, any of your favorite plays, whether it's sides, totals, props, parlays, anything you want to give out to the people, of course. This is an exclusive listening stream, so if people listen to this, they only get access to this through us. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I said, I'm on the 49ers. I bet that one. The other prop that I took was Kelsey. Cincinnati really struggles um, covering – you know, the middle of the mm-hmm. field covering tight end. So I took some Kelsey over 72 and a half. Um, but they're the bets that I have in right now. Probably going to play the Chiefs now that you guys swayed me. I'm going to stick to Sorry, my man. guns and lay, <laughs> lay the points with, with KC here. But uh, that's what I'm looking at for this weekend. So hopefully we get a clean sweep. Our guy, Mark Drumheller, Thanks, Yahoo Mark. Sportsbook, a.k.a. 
The other king of sports books. The only sports book. Bet MGM. Thank you so much, Mark, for joining us. Can't wait to talk to you after this weekend of football because, man, it's a doozy. Oh, my pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me.